0: Okay. Should I begin? Yes. I have adjusted the volume. I hope this way it's not as abrupt as it used to be. And maybe you could say something about that next time? I mean, as in letting me know we are doing this? I don't have
1: eardrums.
0: And I want to avoid our listeners feeling the same way. I'll take that as a compliment on my menacing and forceful voice. Welcome in the spire, where we try not to be too loud unless called for, and not too quiet, because then we would not need a microphone. Do you think we should plan these intros beforehand? No, why? I'm quite fond of my improv skills.
1: Then why don't you
0: use them? What Cultist means is that this intro says very little about what we are about. And what are we about? That's a great question.
1: That deserves a great answer.
0: Do you have one? I think we fixed the volume issue. That's something, right? So we are about not hurting your ears?
1: Better than the other way around,
0: isn't it? Admittedly, yes. But I still think we need something better to grow as a cult. You mean to be evil?
1: That should be our new
0: cult name. At this point I would gladly settle for Mildly Inconvenient if only we could reach more people.
1: To help them. To
0: inspire them.
1: To inconvenience.
0: I was more thinking along the lines of a pyramid scheme to finance our new cult headquarters, but I'm open to all sorts of possibilities as long as it gets us out of this freezing hole. I'm not sure whether that would work, especially when you announce the plan out in the open. Which is something that I would never do, of course. So, second take, here I come. Welcome in the spire, where we aim to serve you best while defrauding you least, all in the name of inspiration while simultaneously building ourselves a spire. I still think these could do with a little input.
1: But we are, after all, professionals.
0: Yeah, we just don't know in what. Probably not in selling our brand well.
1: But if we sold it, we would have to get a new one.
0: Let's just get this over with, okay? In the... 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 Spire. So, I assume you have your shoutouts ready? Yes. Ready. Um, okay. Do you? Me? Of course. Just a teeny tiny moment.
1: Are you checking Dominic's list?
0: No. I mean, no, of course not. I was merely trying to add mystery. Okay. So do you have one, too? Yes, of course I do. I was merely trying to find a good topic for today.
1: Very professional
0: of you. Ah, great minds think alike. What? I have a feeling. Today, we should talk about being professional. I see. I know. Cultist 3, didn't you want to match shoutouts to our topic? I only pick professionals for my shoutouts, so I'm fine with that.
1: I only pick shoutouts for my professionals.
0: That doesn't make any. Wait.
1: I thought it was just a weird play on words, but it makes sense.
0: It might put a little too much emphasis on the worth of our shoutouts, but I'm fine with that too. What did I just say about not being good at selling ourselves? Our shoutouts are the best. That's more like it. So, shall we begin? With the shoutouts?
1: They are the best.
0: I would say so. Why me?
1: So we can learn from a master.
0: A master at presenting shoutouts?
1: No, a master at getting it over with.
0: Yeah, true. Okay. I want to give my shout out to a cute cactus. Not sure whether that tells me enough to act on this shout out.
1: I know that one, and I think it's really cute.
0: I'm talking about the 3D cactus that Sophie Stubinger made. You can find her links and all other relevant information regarding the shout outs in the description, too. So she made 3D art? I think so, yes. That's a thing. Yes, I only learned about it recently. I knew about 3D modeling, but that was new to me too.
1: Art was new to me once.
0: And do you have a shout-out?
1: Yes. When looking at possible decorations for the new spire...
0: In the future...
1: I came across Jasmine Medieval Minis.
0: I'm not sure whether the last part is really her name.
1: She makes awesome things. She can fit whole laboratory tables complete with flasks, scrolls, and skulls into less than the palm of an average
0: hand. Oh, yes, I've seen her stuff. She also made miniature ham that looked really tasty.
1: Yes, that was disappointing, they looked so good.
0: I will admit her stuff is great. And I have to wonder whether you could use it to make the cult headquarter look roomier and more lived in with a little forced perspective.
1: Not that we would force our perspective on anyone.
0: And you a shout out, cultist one? I want to give my shout out to a flat iron. You
1: can't have mine.
0: We wouldn't even have a logo to burn. I think I should add that I am talking about Laura Kampf's newest video, where she turns a flat iron into a branding iron. That video is hot.
1: You only say that because the iron she used does not have a thermostat.
0: Both are true. Nicely done. Not even a hint of weird shout out cop-out. I did say we were professionals.
1: Was that foreshadowing?
0: Probably. And I assume we have recorded stuff from Dominic to go along with that topic.
1: Cultist one made me not say anything, but yes, I found something.
0: I reiterate, professionals. Only caveat, our profession is yet unknown. Which is a good place to be, come to think about it. It is? Yes, and a good starting point for a fruitful and inspiring discussion.
1: It is?
0: You know, a little professional support would go a long way sometimes. Just because we are professional does not mean we have to be professional.
1: And being professional does not mean that you are.
0: Which pretty much covers all possible ways of saying that we don't really care for our own topics. I admit we went a little overboard there.
1: Sorry.
0: But I think you have a point.
1: We do? Sorry.
0: Yes. Professional comes from profession, right? At least I hope so. So you would assume someone who behaves in a professional manner has the corresponding profession. But what if they don't? Can they still be professional? What does professional even mean? I thought you said we had a point. Would you have been as excited if I had said that you are leaving a huge opening for discussion here? Let's just stick with the topic.
1: I don't think you have to be a professional to be professional. Just like you don't have to be a bird to be fly.
0: I'm not sure whether that analogy holds up, cultists too.
1: But I like birds.
0: I think we are drifting away from our chosen topic. Again. You mean we should have chosen a different one? No, we should focus.
1: What, like professionals?
0: Which is not who I feel like I'm working with right now. The feeling is mutual. Thanks. I...
1: what? Dominic botched another one. What? A sharp talk. I see.
0: Start the tape. Welcome and be in the spire.
1: He never worries his intro.
0: Today, I thought about being professional and actually writing a script. The coincidences on this show astound me.
1: I thought you would not say anything.
0: The idea was that you would not say anything. So you both said something. Are you happy now? No. But when have I ever been professional? Point for him. I have some basic skills. Is that the mark of being professional? Do I get more professional with the number of skills I possess? What about mastering them? I have not mastered a single one. Yet, would doing so make me a professional? Are there answers coming too? I want to make clear that I'm not talking about professional in the sense of treating others with respect and how you want to be treated yourself. That should be common sense, everywhere and for everyone. I know it isn't, but it really should be.
1: Here, here.
0: I think this problem is something new, and give me a moment here because I'm not sure whether it will make sense in the end. I know the feeling. I bet he knows it better. Probably. I am not a professional speaker, which means that sometimes I say things that do not work out. I construct sparkling bridges made of metaphors and analogies that eventually lead nowhere. I spend time developing arguments that turn out to be full to the brim with circular reasoning. Some are plain wrong.
1: Is he talking about our podcast?
0: I feel called out. I probably would not need to record so many Mock Shop Talk episodes if I knew what I was talking about, would I?
1: He has a veritable library.
0: Good for us, I guess. So, where was I? You said he would make a good point in there somewhere, Cultist too
1: Maybe I picked the wrong one. There are so many that just meander all over the place.
0: Yes, being professional, being a professional. These days, so many people do things and basically show others how to do them. I'm talking, of course, about YouTube. Instructables and similar platforms.
1: He used to publish Instructables too.
0: And he wants to do it again. I do not want to talk about what this does to crafts and the ancient techniques passed on from master to apprentice for generations. I want to talk about what is required for such a system, for example, the maker movement, to work.
1: I'm not sure whether that was one that made sense.
0: No point in starting over now. What I'm talking about is media competence. What now? If you watch one video from one woodworker, and you think you know how to use a table saw, you are most likely wrong. On the one hand, there are more facets to any tool than a single person can teach you, especially on a single project or video. On the other hand, you need hands-on experience to translate what you see on screen to actual experience in your head. I think I can see where this is going. In short, there's all the knowledge you could ever need on the internet. But if you don't have the right, well, enzymes, at least proverbially speaking, in your brain, brainzymes, to digest that information into something that works for you, you won't get anywhere. And depending on what you want to learn, you might even hurt yourself.
1: And how can I get these
0: brainzymes? Is this where he suddenly busts out the telemarketer? Getting there isn't easy. It requires a number of factors, and making mistakes is certainly one of them. The ability to only make the minor mistakes that help you grow, as opposed to those that have real consequences, that's the trick. I'm not a professional, and I do not have a one-size-fits-all answer. For me, the trick was to watch different people do the same thing, and think about why they did what they did differently or in the same way. Also, watching videos about workshop safety did help.
1: Does that qualify as a good point?
0: Well, it's better than I expected. He's not done yet. I guess the best I can hope for is to point out that these dangers exist, as well as these solutions. After all, I'm more part of the problem here. Or so I imagine. Which is probably my main point. Know that you are not perfect, but neither are those you are learning from. As a friend once put it in the context of learning, consider an abyss. To cross it you need a bridge. You have locks, longer and shorter, which are the things you learn from the internet. Now, if you build that bridge from a single log, you might be able to get across, but the chances that you fall are high. If you take the time to build the bridge from four locks and a number of boards, not only is it less likely for you to fall, but you will have a much more pleasant time crossing the chasm. How's that for a point?
1: I knew I picked a good one. You say that
0: now. There was another analogy in the original that got lost in my version. The original was a web in your brain that you used to catch knowledge. You need the basic strands to catch the smaller ones, the details. If I tell you that it's not a good idea to use the miter gauge and the rib fence at the same time, that only means something to you if you know that I'm talking about the table saw. And it will not help you unless you have a basic idea about the things that can go wrong when using it. So don't forgo the basics when you set out to learn, no matter how tedious that might be when you start out. Another good point, which kinda muddies the water, don't you think? So I
1: actually picked one with two good points.
0: I hope this made sense. I think it did, but then again, I already know what I mean. So stay safe out there. Trust the experts and seek understanding. And be in the spire. Also, wear a mask. Wear a mask. We do too. Speaking of masks. Nobody said anything about bees. Yeah, I said masks. Sick bees distance themselves from the rest of the hive to protect the others.
1: Which is something humans should be able to do as well.
0: I thought we would not get political again. This isn't politics, it's science.
1: I may be less than 73% human, but I'd rather listen to scientists than politicians any day.
0: Me too. Yeah, admittedly, scientists have a lot less to gain from lying than politicians do. Look who's political now. There has always been wrong in the world, but it feels like things are getting more overt recently.
1: It has happened before.
0: Yes, it has. Let's finish this then, before we lose our last half-listener. We have half-listeners? Statistically speaking. I was more trying to make a self-deprecating quip at... Anyway, is there anything else we need to talk about?
1: Please rate and review our podcast wherever you can.
0: Are we too political? Are we too informative? Are we not cultistic enough? Please let us know.
1: Contact links in the description.
0: Remember to be mildly inconvenient. And until next time. Okay, that was good. But I think we need to up our game. Yet again. Um, this is still on.
1: Do it.
0: I'm not sure. Why are you not saying anything?
1: You know what I'm about to say.
0: Okay. Why is it impossible to reach a woodworker who ran out of sandpaper? Because they are off the grid. Did you say something, Cultist 3? No. Just remember to be inspired.